to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mm. Hi, welcome to the Black Out Test podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Saturday morning ready to do some feedback. But before we do that, I got to say this episode is sponsored. Okay, it is sponsored by the brand new Pete Davidson film, The King of Staten Island. It's now available to own on digital and Blu-ray and dvd uh august 25th you can go ahead and cop that thing don't miss an emotional and comic knockout rolling stone said that about love loss and laughter featuring over two hours of hilarious never before seen content including alternate endings deleted scenes and a gag reel on your copy on digital now and on blu-ray and dvd august 25th that's right make sure y'all do that we are sponsored okay and uh you know we like for our audience to enjoy nice things i talked to chris lambeth about this movie last night and he said he liked it okay so make sure you guys check it out and everyone knows pete davidson is also jl covan's favorite snl cast member talks about him nonstop. all right let's get into the quote of the day this is your life even if there is another one after this this is the one that you are in it's the one that you must take must make the best of black people's history of oppression in this country has made most of us hold on to one extreme or another we are completely self-gratifying caught up in how much we can accumulate and benefit our individual selves we allow our worth to be determined and our lives to be driven by our financial and material gain or maybe owing to our historical experiences we sometimes function in a blind slave-like mode of doing for everyone to the exclusion of ourselves we can become our own merciless masters we have no regard for our precious lives and sacred selves you are worthy we have to train ourselves to acknowledge our self-worth even when no one else will you are inherently worthy our very existence is the mark of our sacredness you have a responsibility to honor all that is sacred individual you it is the proof that we are singularly precious and uniquely valuable our worth cannot be taken away by anyone our personal inner wealth cannot and never will be determined by what we have whether we have a fat bank account or we are counting nickels and dimes in a jar the only thing that matters is what we do with what is available to us practice good for yourself first and foremost and you will be a healthier happy happier human being for it hey welcome to the black Altus podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on saturday let's do this okay that right there was a quote from being black um which is a book about zen and 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 all this stuff being black zen and the art of living with fearlessness and grace by angel kyoto williams or maybe it's kyoto williams um but yeah that that part is about you know treating yourself good in order to have a good life um uh right now in the book because it's like it's kind of it's a book that breaks down like buddhism into like what things you can understand um and in that chapter is breaking down how to make a foundation to practice all these tenets um and part of it is balancing this thing between like your ego and yourself and all that stuff but also like taking care of yourself um and understanding your value and i like that she adds in the angle of race because a lot of times i think we have been so 
devalued that we do put a lot of value into uh material possessions to show that we matter to show that we're valuable mm-hmm. you know i don't blame people for it it's mm-hmm. not you know there's no but it's just a matter of like are you understanding that you're valuable despite your clothing your shoes what house you're in and stuff because a uh, reason you don't want to get attached to those things is because this society literally tries to make sure we do not accumulate those things so Come on. it that can't be the way we value our life because mm-hmm. if you do value your life only by what you possess and the money you have and stuff as a black person i mean then then we're basically saying our as a race we're valueless in this country because they keep stripping and not allowing us to manufacture wealth and generational wealth and stuff so um that's a part of it and then on a personal level just not being so attached to the values that people have for you um and the way people see you and that not that's not necessarily something that should affect your self-esteem that's that should not affect the way you value your own self and the things that uh help balance you out and the things that help support you that you can do without uh needing other people in that situation so i I, you know i took a lot from it um and especially the part about it being this is your life the the one you get so if you're not going to try to make something out of it or find a way to be happy inside of that life then what is the point yes uh it just really made me think when you say this is your life and the thing about this being your life you have to understand it is your life nobody else is going to walk this particular life but you there's nobody else is going to walk or mimic or imitate your life and the thing about that at some period of time you have to learn how to take control of your life because this is your life and when you live your life to please other people when you live your life to show other people you're worthy when you do your life for other people you're you're not you're not hurting them you're actually hurting yourself but it takes growing and growth and learning to get to that particular point in your life because truth be told you have to live your life for yourself no matter how much your parents love you at some period of time you're going to do something that they disapprove of you're going to do something that they don't like your friends your family your loved ones at some period of time you're going to make a decision that they're not going to understand that they're not going to comprehend but it doesn't matter because this is your life and it's one of the things that you have to live your life to the fullest of whatever your life is and live your truth whatever your truth is and the thing also i know for me i didn't get this till i was much older and had a better understanding a lot of times some of the some of the things you were talking about about being worthy and things like that a lot of black people don't learn that until they become adults and learn how to break the chains but that's very hard to do uh, because i understand that parents mean well and they love you but there are some things out of fear that parents kind of embed on black and brown children and they'll be lgbt children that they don't mean to but 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 it's just you internally uh pick up these messages and 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 as a child you're navigating them and you're going through them in a childlike mind you're not really looking at these things from a fully developed functioning mind and so it isn't until you become an adult i know for me that i realize i am worthy of love i am worthy of joy i am worthy of giving love i you know i am worthy of a better job i am worthy of uh, asking for a pay raise you know I am worthy of 
you know not being shamed for who i am i i'm I'm worthy of that and and that's something that you have to self-teach unless you were brought up in a household that is like just showers you with love to the point that you have so much self-confidence that you walk out the house every day going bitch i am the shit some people do those people don't understand people that are not raised in households like that like to them what 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 do you mean you don't demand like like it it, 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 they don't comprehend being somewhere where you were not taught that you were the best thing ever of all times and everybody better respect that shit because you walked into the room everybody does they don't grow from that household the average person does not grow up from that and even people that do grow up in those households have issues correct they just have a different type of issue but i think um yeah black people you know we get taught like the floor is lava you know just whatever you have to do avoid the bottom so like life is is already trying to drag you to the bottom things are trying to bring you to the bottom whatever you do to avoid the bottom is what you have to do um and everything is a trick or a trap or a trap door to fall into that that you know that lava right and that goes back to how a lot of black people feel about failing i can't afford to fail i can't fail i can't afford to fail i can't fail because if i fail i won't get a second chance i fail i won't ever bounce back i fail it's the end of the and 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 and, and, well also if i fail it's a reflection on me correct like it's not i failed i attempted the thing and didn't do i wasn't able to do it it's i attempted the thing and now i'm a failure i am this failure that i experienced right but the thing is failure is part of life Mm -hmm. you know people fail all the time but because we're taught not to fail we won't even try because we're like why the fuck i'm gonna try i'm gonna fail at it why the fuck i'm gonna try i'm gonna fail at it and the thing is a lot of times the thing that will actually get you out of poverty is the thing you won't attempt the thing that that can actually help you deal with stress or whatever it is in your life is the thing you won't even attempt to do because you're told if you try and fail it's a personal failure on you it's a failure on the family you know but the thing is that is a part of 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 life but you know it's one of those things because of racism you know we aren't taught you go and fail and you try again yeah and your intrinsic value is 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 exactly that it's intrinsic it's it's built in it's it's there whether or not other people recognize it um and finding that confidence in yourself matters you know right now i feel like there's a lot of conflict going on around the election especially online and stuff and there's a lot of you know the contrarian like don't vote or it shouldn't matter if you vote type people are you know raising their heads again and so i think a lot of people are fighting and fussing with them and it's really it's it's very anger inducing in a world where you know the you can't even go outside and the the post office is under attack um and the election is actively trying to be stolen and then you have people that are basically trying to be anchors around the feet of the people trying to swim and uh one of the things i realized is that it's anger inducing partially because it it makes it it makes you feel or it makes me feel it makes me feel like there is no value in uh the lives of me and the other people that are trying to be like yo what what are y'all doing and so i can't control what they do Mm -mm. you know if they don't want to vote if they want to advocate that they actually want to mock people for voting if they want to spend the whole time saying uh 
lies about kamala harris and shit if that's what they want to do there's really nothing i can do about that I can, you- I can only focus on what i can control with my voice and the, the things that i say so i haven't really engaged those people but mm-hmm. the thing i was able to find like just thinking about it with this book because i was thinking like why is this making me so fucking angry because it's making me mad you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i try not to get mad right. because when i get mad that's when i say shit and then i'll be like oh, i shouldn't have said that shit you know and i realized like oh because internally is is hitting on the insecurities i have about this the outcome of this election mm-hmm. our future in this mm-hmm. country the laws that can be passed the laws that can be uh withdrawn correct um the battle that we're facing and so those people were hitting on something inside of me which is why they were able to make me angry mm-hmm. as opposed to you know if the same person would have came out and said uh i don't know all the marvel movies are terrible i would have been like whatever like i don't like i those movies are great i don't really feel like arguing about it but i don't feel as secure about the outcome of our election correct so so it gets to me in in a different way than the other thing you see what i'm saying yes and while you was talking you made me also think about why i've actually i'm actually i'm not as livid as i was i used to be really really livid about uh people in the mask thing Mm -hmm. because to me i'm like motherfucker i want to go out goddamn outside one day like Mm -hmm. stop the bullshit stop the dumb shit just put on the goddamn mask it's not that complex and i listened to you talk and made me realize oh it, it taps on something in me because i i'm actually trying to follow the rules i'm actually in the house i'm actually doing what i'm fucking supposed to do and you're out there like Ali Ali Oxen friends like bitch I want to be out fucking outside too but because I care enough <laughs> I'm staying my black ass in the house and trying to follow the rules to the best of my ability and you just don't care and you're not caring it's what's making me angry but it's one of those things where if you don't care why should I care about about it either but the thing is I have to care because it actually directly impacts me right and so I realized because it's not something where I'm never gonna be angry that's human that's you people have emotions but i realize like why am i focusing on what i can't control correct i have to focus on what i can control people don't want to wear masks that's fine i can't do shit about that correct that's why i I had to calm down i can choose where i go i can wear my mask i can be around only the people that i trust these are the things you have to do it's overwhelming and to a certain level the thing the next level of it is i try to understand those people and sometimes it's impossible because i honestly can't even relate to the mentality i'm trying to but i haven't even heard it explained in a in a cogent way um i I, every time someone tries to explain it to me i don't see why those explanations can't also go for trump supporters and why they can't go for white people who don't vote why they can't go for white people that vote third party or right in harambe i don't know why only black people are supposed to get a pass on this and not white latinos who vote republican like why why can't they get a pass you see what i'm saying so like i it but but so i I might never be able to share their leaps of logic and mm-hmm. and who they get a benefit adopt to and shit but um one thing i can do is you know try to understand their human beings yeah they're going through shit too and maybe whatever they're going through even if it's an ego driven thing where just they want to be the center of attention on on the social medias and they want to get 
you know i saw a woman that claims she's like i'm not voting and i'm voting third party or whatever and she mocked somebody for being upset that their cancer meds weren't going to come in the mail because the post office is under attack right and they were frustrated with people that voted third party and didn't mm-hmm. vote and she she was like why don't you as a white man talk to your white people or something you know and i just thought that's that's insane you know what i mean to like uh but but like i said i'm trying to 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 relate to what i can control because you can't control people like that you can't really reason with them or whatever you really just have to sit back and be like okay the people gonna be unreasonable sometimes yes and i i think for me I I looked at the human response and reactions to why people are doing some of the things they're doing in the pandemic, and it kind of calmed me down because it's human nature to want to be around other people. It's just human nature. That's why people go see family. That's why people go see friends. That's why people go to the club. That's why people go partying. That has somewhat to do with why people protest and things like that because humans aren't meant to be stuck in the house all the time. That's why people are going traveling. That's why people are doing some of the things they do because they're like, oh my God, I'm bored. They're stressed. There's nothing to do. They're they're, they're stuck at home with the kids. This Not only is it affecting them as an adult, it's affecting the children too. That's why periodically I see parents, which I understand is be like, you know what? Even if we don't do nothing but just go to the beach and social distance, we got to change the surrounding because my children are getting sad. My children are getting depressed. My children miss their friends. My children are tired of learning online. Like some of these things aren't working. So sometimes you have to kind of think outside of the box. So I had to have a, a better, and once I started to look at it from a human perspective, a lot of my anger went away because at first I was like, the fuck is this? You're like, that was literally my response. You know, I was like, I want to go outside one day and I'm tired of all the bullshit. Let's just go ahead and beat this virus. But I am doing some of the things that I say other people do. And that's not the problem. The problem is bigger and the problem needs to be and the energy that I'm focusing on the people that don't have masks actually needs to be focused at the federal government and actually needs to be focused at Donald Trump. Action need to be focused in voting. Action need to be focused in my congressman, my city council. That's where the shit actually need to be focused. Action need to be focused in places where people can make a difference and people can be like, you know what, God damn it, no, we're not opening up schools. No, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing that because we don't want to spread the virus. Like, that's where that energy needs to go. But it's easier to focus on the smaller things that you hit because it temporarily gives you an illusion of power but in reality you're not doing anything because those people aren't making a difference and neither are you by fussing at them so once i got to the point like i had to understand that because like like i have really that used to fucking especially when the pandemic first started it used to infuriate me i was like motherfuckers why can't y'all stay in that goddamn house all right butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere for friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. And yeah, before we go on, I'm, I'm proud of myself that I got there because like I said, once I got to that realization, 
truth be told a lot of my anxiety went down like like i just it just began to just calm me to realize this energy i got to do something with it and it needs to be constructive and if mm-hmm. more people realize that their energy that they're feeling needs to be constructive they will put it in more of a positive place mm-hmm. well looking at that looking at my time on my odyssey watch by bliss body um sponsored content uh it looks like we should get to some of this feedback let's go okay blackout tips 15 if you want to get 15 percent off of bliss body odyssey uh watch <clears throat> anyway uh we are going to talk about the five star reviews you guys left we're going to talk about the people that left comments on our website the people which is the blackoutist.com the people that voted in the polls on the website and left comments on their votes in the polls the ones who emailed us the blackoutist at gmail.com those who left us voicemail at 704-557-0186-704-557-0186 all this is in the show notes we're gonna talk about the people that did all of those things we appreciate y'all okay but the first people we're gonna talk about people that gave us money they went to the blackouttips.com and on the front page they just scrolled to the right and they said "Ooh, you can give them money and they gave us money okay let's talk about them i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment today's a new day new day new cash money samuel h jr thank you very much for a current donation wanga from down under good day mate mm-hmm. regina g dana w tanya s rebecca m jesse j our girl charlotte Wong esquire please say the esquire you better tiffany b virginia p jane m alfonso m no relation lindsay b palmetto stone magic jeff f autumn w simone c with the recurring donation james c david c a lot of c's damien r uh brichette r uh our girl dr bambi and nicola c thank you everybody that gave us those donations appreciate you Show sure hate to see you give up now. God, people, you look, you look so, so much better, better when you smile. So smile. day ain't gonna be perfect, but it still don't mean today don't have purpose. Come on, today's a new day. All right, all right, let's get to these five star reviews. We only got a couple. I could listen to these two for hours. Funny and insightful pod, and that's from Chris six six four five one eight who is probably a robot <laughs> i hope not i think i know them from twitter they said they're not voting and that uh we should give more time mm-mm, to trump mm-mm. and I'm black not, lives matter i'm not gonna put that on that ai mm-mm. even robots <laughs> got enough sense not to do that dumb stuff <laughs> and then the tweet was sent from russia um <laughs> this is from the next one's five star review says dope your podcast helps deal with worldly stressors and that is from search man in double oh seven thank you very much thank you. for everybody that left five star reviews this week okay uh we did not get a ton of them but you know what it's always welcome we mm-hmm. appreciate them 
all the time all the time i'm still waiting on some some of y'all know that y'all in the pandemic and y'all at home with the kids and i still ain't seen you what's your excuse now you know before you was like i had to work you work from home now i had to travel well you're at home now what is your excuse and why haven't we got your five stars exactly looking at my bliss body odyssey watch it is about time for y'all to leave us some five star reviews yes it is okay? it's time guess we we cannot you know hopefully you're following me on instagram for the sponsored content i mean i'm assuming you should be mm-hmm. all right i'm not living my best life for no reason all right um but yeah make sure you guys uh do that as an influencer this is my job all right um <laughs> we have some comments on the website on our um on our page um the blackout tips.com episode 2153 each episode has its own uh like post and you can leave uh comments on the post of the um on the website you can also vote in the polls and leave comments there uh so our feedback episode which was transforming energy brooklyn shoebag says thank you for your commentary and analysis on social media's reaction to things like politics slash joe biden i think social media has been around long enough and has been scrutinized enough for seasoned internet users to know that it is made up of clickbait headlines and hot takes created to manipulate our feelings people have to learn to take a breath step back and realize that they don't have that they have a choice not to respond to argue yes Mm -hmm. it's hard man it's working hard they know what's our they know how our brains work right so it's basically like being on there in the first place they figure a way out to get you to interact i've really tried to do my best and just mute block unfollow yep without even engaging certain people like i'm just not going back and forth i I think it's just weird because like i don't know it's weird because twitter is the one place where or not even twitter just social media is the one place where radical people what everyone finds community yes they so do. people that claim to be radical find community in which their opinions are no longer radical they're just you need to get down and lay down with my opinion mm-hmm. and once that happens they start feeling like this is the general opinion of the world and everyone knows we're right and we will fix everything we just told let us tell you what to do and that's not the point of being radical and never has been that's the point is you're not well like the point is people don't agree right the, the point is you, you don't know, get pushback that's the point yeah, of being radical that's the thing if people really are putting you on the pedestal are you really radical anymore i remember um i listened to this interview one time i think it was i think her name was i don't want to fuck up her name i know her last name was clemente she's a, a old school activist and she was like um once they putting you on the cover of a magazine you're no longer dangerous like once you're an activist that they are like giving a spotlight and a platform to it's like that you're no your message is no longer the dangerous message because the core audience of the world the mainstream does not do danger in that way so why would they ever let you do that you know it's like you don't want once they start to understand your point of view it's already been um somewhat compromised and i think that's a hard thing for people to grasp because we on the outside are trained to want to see these people get spotlights right how many of us want to see kaepernick back in the nfl the second kaepernick's back in the nfl he's not dangerous i would argue he's not really dangerous now 
he's got nike deals he's you know what i mean like like at this point the i everyone's kneeling the idea of kaepernick is no longer this like the world will end if he has a job that Mm -hmm. so by the time you get to that point it's it's you know it's it's not the dangerous commodity it was he's popular with a lot of people mm-hmm. he may be not liked by a lot of people but he's also loved by a lot of people yes he is who aren't gonna be too critical of him or examine him very it with a fine-tooth cone they're just gonna be like yeah, yeah yeah uh good guy and so i think that's the part that's interesting is um when, once like people that are radical now want to be the mainstream it's just like that's never gonna happen somebody said rosa i think it's rosa clemente yes i think so i just didn't want to i didn't want to tank it Shout out to the chat room yeah i didn't want to tank it or say some racist shit because i forgot her first name and then people be like this nigga like so thank you i'm I pretty I, I thought it started with an r but yeah. i i almost said roberta clemente and i was like nah that why risk it why right why risk that tank mm-mm, for for mm-mm. what who am yeah. i proving something to and you know some people are like well actually rod right so i said let me stop okay um but she but I, that's another thing i like listening to is older activists because mm-hmm. everyone always likes to hear the young new hot activists and, and and i mean you know shout out to the young new hot activists okay they be but but they're all social media savvy and brand wise and like they're different like they are very much like full of energy and ready to say whatever and they're gonna make their mistakes and because they haven't made them yet it's like oh shiny new fresh face we love this person which is cool i like listening to the veterans because the veterans have seen some shit yes they have and they've been through some shit right and it takes a lot more in my opinion to make it in that activist world for 40 50 years Mm -hmm. to have found a way to sustain yourself and not let them kill you and not kill yourself come on um to see what it takes and to hear from their experience to me is dope and to hear like what gives them hope what makes them you know and so i I listen to old activists a lot like um jonathan capehart will have uh he had the the girl who uh well she's a grown-ass woman now but uh the woman who uh she was a little girl was she integrated um uh she was one of the first black students to integrate in the school mm-hmm. um and and she beca- of course became an activist and she was talking about then and today uh, obviously angela davis obviously uh john lewis Ruby um, bridges yeah i think it might have been ruby bridges i'm not 100 percent sure if that's who was on k-part but um because this is an interview from a couple years ago mm-hmm. um but yeah listening to these people man like they be knowing shit and there's something we should take from their knowledge we don't have to imitate everything about them but rather than to try to tear them down the same way white people have been tearing them down their whole lives al sharpton you know like learn something so i think that's where i'm at with it there's value to all of it and one of the things that people don't acknowledge that got us into trump land is this love for new this love for lack of experience this love for untarnished quote-unquote um that's what the republicans did with trump Mm -hmm. they wanted their quote-unquote obama the thing about obama was compared to other democrats at the time he was not seasoned enough to have a true legacy and everyone else was hillary had a legacy already you know um and so i think they were like oh let's pick this new shiny thing 
and then as he what eight years later he has a legacy he's been president and now it's and he was okay i mean he didn't get everything right he wasn't perfect why didn't he just do right so we don't like people to have experience we like a lack of experience but at the same time a lack of experience also normally is a lack of wisdom you know and and somebody that is wiser more grizzled been around is the biggest thing for them isn't just that they're going to make better decisions it's that they're willing to take the slings and arrows of whatever decision they make because the yeah, trap understanding it yeah the trap is you get you get flack no matter what decisions you make so no matter who biden picks as vp there's going to be negative to the vp pick yes no matter who he picks uh no matter who runs against him or whatever it's, it's going to always be a negative no matter what decisions and policies he has there's going to be some negative resistance to it and that is the part that you have to grapple with i believe is that that oh there's going to be some negativity and veterans of the game just seem to they know it's coming they're willing to deal with it the feels like the new niggas are not yet they're new to them right and and uh, and it seems like they've had a lot of rah 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 yeah 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 you right yada. and everybody and, on their side and we can so well not that everyone's on their side but we can surround ourselves artificially with people who are only on our side right that's so, that's why i said they, my bad they have the illusion that everybody agrees yeah with them. and so i think that's why you have these people that claim to be radical but then they're on their last fucking you know like they just don't seem built for this you know what i mean like like it becomes very personality personal becomes very ego driven it becomes a lot of you know a lot of you know argumentative type shit because oh they're not really built for this you ain't never gonna log on to twitter and see al sharpton arguing with these niggas Mm -mm. and a lot of times the people that have been through things can actually show you like hey dog this is like they can almost prepare you from going down certain paths or stepping that you know down yeah, certain things but, but, because they've you know, been there but it's one of those things well oh, you you are old nigga so fuck you and your right. opinion don't matter your experience don't matter my nigga if i'm old i the thing is old people don't get old just because they old like they actually been around long enough to actually live to be old and you want to too but you know that's one thing about well, that's you. the other thing though they had they the young people don't see it either uh and i remember i can't remember the number of the episode but i remember the episode on the show uh it's i know it's gonna sound weird but it's what happened i had a dream literally about jesse jackson I mean, and it changed that. the way i've i haven't looked at older activists that way since that i had that dream that's had to have been about 10 years ago mm-hmm. but i realized oh wait that anti-blackness is also teaching me to hate the black people white people hate come on because they stood up for civil rights right and so they couldn't kill them the way they killed martin luther king but Mm -hmm. they slowly tried to kill them with a thousand little slices to their reputation and Mm -hmm. we do that today yes we do that's what happened that's what's happening today and it's gonna happen to all these activists you know so and and the thing that's different now is a lot of these activists are going to do it to each other mm-hmm. and to themselves mm-hmm. because only not that this wasn't happening before but because we have social media we'll have a track of it yes. before you know some of that stuff got lost to the annals of history right mm-hmm. if white people didn't care enough to cover it does it really fucking matter if adam clayton powell didn't have a didn't like martin luther king no i fucking was talking about it Mm-mm. you know what i mean but if <laughs> but now we'll have twitter and facebook and youtube and all podcasts and shit to be like oh did you know so-and-so didn't like so-and-so we'll we'll have that now 
um and i think that'll change the game for a lot of people but yeah it just anyway it just made me think about that stuff and i'm just trying to come from a practical point of view i talk about politics on the show and most importantly trying to be honest and lastly i've just to a certain extent i just don't i don't have it in me to care about how people value me anymore Mm-mm. i think last time around i really wanted people to understand that i was trying to coax them into like hey it's all right but let's let's do this thing like this is important you know and this time around i'm not suffering fools just just for the fact of you know trying to be nice about it like i i can think you're not a terrible uh human being but i do think you're making a terrible decision to sit this election out to make some type of point i do think that's bad yeah and a lot of that too is just wisdom and age because hey i've been through that so Mm -hmm. i'm not going to redo it again and i think that a lot of people didn't learn from last time and that you we've been saying this for years it it, wash rinse repeat Mm -hmm. it's going oh y'all gonna do the same thing that people did to hillary it's gonna be everything it's gonna go up in air it's gonna be this it's gonna be that people uh, uh overconfident Mm-hmm. that that oh well then why am i with my time vote they got it in the back no bitch they don't go vote go vote go vote uh let's see the poll was can you believe it's august already no 65 percent say no 35 percent say yes they can believe it brooklyn shoebag says this whole year has been one been in a time vortex it has it has and what's so funny is that uh motherfucking march took forever because I, I, I guess it's when the pandemic and i'm mm-hmm. home Mar- i was like oh my gosh are we ever gonna get through the month of march march was just like pulling teeth i was like oh my god yeah yes that's how i felt you don't know what day of the week it is you don't wear bras no more timely timely your, your pole car sitting outside ain't been cranked timely. for three months timely it feels like a time loop yes. um tish says i'd believe you if you said it was 2032 at this point <laughs> come on come on uh but yeah this whole year has been the time vortex Jan- this book when she made january was a long year long march was a decade april was a weekend and the last week of may and the beginning of june was five years shaking my head if you would tell me it was december i would not be surprised yeah it's been a wild year already and we still got so much longer to go uh the last i mean next episode was 2154 ass snakes cats this was really a mashup of our live show on um um what was it um fresh fest digifest yes oh my bad (laughs) what'd you say beer fest yes i was like it's beer and it's a festival of course fresh fest digifest <laughs> i'm trying to simplify it i was wrong i was incorrect so my bad fresh fest digifest is where we were live and if we took the audio from that we had like a 50 minute show and then i took the interviews we did with jess wood on get wood which is our instagram tv uh mm-hmm. thing and we just went ahead and um put that audio out and said hey we we don't feel like doing the show on sunday here you go uh (laughs) 
the poll was did you think that the politicians accidentally uh Ahmed saw heard i mean accidentally heard wap the wet ass pussy Mm-mm. yes no or he didn't just hear it he watched it and jacked to it karen the last one i mean okay 79 percent of the audience agrees i mean because yeah i don't believe you yeah i um no one zero percent said yes so 21 percent said no he did not just accidentally hear it and 79 percent say he didn't just hear it, he watched it and jacked to it i'm in the 79 percent as well kim doc says the way cardi flamed carol baskins after she had some animal rights stance on their video was wild yeah it was pretty good um she, she said bitch you killed your husband it's uh, like what you coming after me for go on get i like that all the carol baskins defenders uh because they love cardi b the ones i know they finally admitted that that woman killed her husband i was like yeah thank you y'all had to wait for her to say something bad about some black women before y'all finally admit she killed her husband we knew she killed her husband back then try to act like it was feminist to defend that murderer she murdered that nigga okay uh in cold cold tuna oils covered boots or blood okay Whatever he was covered in episode 2155 denzel washington jr uh let's see d ramsey aka mother jenkins says five stars child the first coronavirus song nothing but porn on the loop i know it's terrible <laughs> let's see this is from uh okay this is a long one from uh the white guy who listens hi karen and rod yes i listed karen first she is awesome and everyone lists rom first no shade reggie (laughs) (laughs) thank you for talking about relationships being transactional episode 2155 i'm a small business owner with four to five five employees on average the first thing i talk about when i bring someone on is that our work relationship is transactional that doesn't mean uh me the boss doesn't care about you the employee but we are in a agree an agreement you give me effort i give you dollars for context our starting pay with zero training is about double minimum wage in our area we are in illinois and our minimum is 10 ish an hour i routinely give employees extra conversation extra conversation outside of their normal wages especially during covid i can't tell you how many times i filled up gas tanks or added an hour to a time card to try to help people when we were slow I stopped my own pay at the beginning of the pandemic and have yet to start it again so I can make sure I can pay everyone. We missed out on the first round of PPP and it was tough, but I made sure I took care of the people that chose to work with me. If at any point one side fails to live up to the deal, we agree we need to part ways. If I let you down, talk to me. If I can't fix it, leave and I'm sorry I let you down. I had, I've had zero people leave since the pandemic started, so I think that's a good sign. I try really hard to live up to my side of the deal, but COVID has made that challenging. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the people that have chosen to work with me believe in what I'm trying to do and understand that this time uh, that this time is challenging. I provide N95 masks to our whole staff, including a set for their entire family. Sanitizer coming out of the, our ears that we can take home if we are running low everyone that can work from home is working from home i did this before but i became more strict during covid if you can work from home work from home etc 
uh from the episode i don't remember the number for and karen and karen i mean no shade here but when you miss something that ray was trying to joke with i laughed i laughed so hard it reminded me of so many times that my own wife has killed jokes karen if you want to kill jokes that raymond makes please continue it made me feel more like family all of us have people that misunderstand what we're trying to do and mess it up karen not that karen you are a treasure and i love the insight that you bring to the table roland i appreciate you as well thank you the disrespect i'm <laughs> you guys do know i'm an influencer okay you are both <laughs> seriously looking at my bliss body odyssey watch i don't have time for this shit this is a very long email hashtag sponsored hashtag ad hashtag content you are both amazing you have helped to educate this white guy more than you will ever know i will continue to listen and share your podcast to everyone who that asked for a good podcast your podcast is one of the only few that i listen to every episode except for the show recaps i don't watch that much tv but in all honesty i listen to them on occasion for an alternate perspective yeah i mean totally there's people that don't even watch the shows or listen to recaps and all that stuff story time yeah totally fine if you watched umbrella academy i'd love your perspective especially considering some themes in season two i have it on my list man i've been watching shit lately but uh it's just been on my list forever i do need to check it out at some point i'm sure i will soon another fun story for both raynard and karen i was listening to your podcast when i went to get gas and you both were singing fucking with black people and that was playing i had the top down because it was nice out and dude walked up to me and looked me dead in my ass and asked is that rod and karen wow (laughs) of course i told him it was that dude's eyes lit up and we talked for a few minutes masked up of course he has an interview with me next week to start working with us i feel like if we both listen to you there's some common ground for us to work from moving forward oh that's dope man what if he tanked the interview that'd be terrible i hope not baby you're getting that actually you know what i hate gay people oh oh damn i thought this was a safe space oh damn uh i don't think that's gonna happen you know what black women ain't shit uh oh oops oops, my bad black lives they don't matter they don't matter to me i'm really more of an all lives guy myself uh also specifically for karen if i put i put five on it multiple times don't shame me uh she don't shame people Mm -hmm. that already do it Mm -mm, right right because if you've done it i want you to come over here with me and uh judge people i want you to give them the stink eye i want you to wag your finger i want you to fold your arms and look at them sideways i want you to podcast visually judge them shame works mm-hmm. <clears throat> don't listen to motherfuckers on twitter mm-hmm. shame works okay and they know it works so that's, they wouldn't do all these gofundmes and be begging white people for jobs and trying to tell people to not vote for trump and talk to your white family members shame absolutely works okay yes, it does it, it works so much they don't want you to talk about them that's how much it works mm-hmm. shame it, other people but them right shame the shit out of these motherfuckers matter of fact when you talked to that man in the gas station you should have been like now did you give him a five-star review <laughs> did you put five on it can you ask him in the interview but did you give him a five-star review because i don't know i don't know if it's gonna work out but by far my favorite segment on the show is the reading rainbow you've introduced me to so many books that i've read no lies i've listened to audible for the win most notably the warmth of other sons and i'm telling the truth but i'm lying and yes rod i called you a different name every time to be in on the joke i know y'all can't help yourselves 
if you're open to it i love to chat on air and be transparent on hiring from an employer perspective if i oh we don't do white white men as guests if i can that's the, <laughs> now y'all know that's not true are you a vegan because we only do mike kaplan if i can maybe help other people <laughs> overcome roadblocks he said he don't white approved right uh if you're not over to it don't take it personally i'll still listen to the show white guy who listens thanks for listening appreciate you eve says if i was denzel washington's kid i would put on a business card and hand them out john david washington is an okay actor but he's not that good to not use his daddy's name just saying same people critiquing wet ass pussy are the same people jerking off to it i hear you eve <laughs> um and i didn't say nothing about that boy's acting okay i think he is an actor and i will leave it at that mm-hmm uh do you brush also i don't know where the line is anymore i don't know if i can tell if people can act or not I don't, it don't matter to me mm. honestly i like his i don't have a problem with his acting like because to me i don't know why Issa Rae doesn't have an oscar like is she not oscar worthy or do i just think she's extremely cute and i can't stop watching her movies and shit i don't know that's a beautiful woman it's I, at this point who cares her, and, her and molly uh, you know I, y'all could be like she's the worst actress in the world it won't matter to me because i won't believe you because i think she should be nominated for everything so I, i'm sure this is what happens the rock is the rock a great actor is this nigga just ripped as fuck and look good in suits yes charisma yes like what what are we doing maybe all of them are terrible actors maybe they all are great i don't I know because that's not my field yeah uh do you brush your teeth more in the pandemic yes I brush my teeth about the same or I brush my teeth less. Karen? I brush my teeth about the same. Uh I brush mine the same. Um, so I would say about the same. Sixty three percent, sixty two and a half percent uh said about the same. Yes, they brush them more. Twenty six percent brush their teeth more. Which makes sense. People wearing masks now, you know, you had a little garlic for lunch, like, oh, my bad, you know. And about 11 percent brush their teeth less mm-hmm. and i wonder if that's because they're not leaving the house so fuck it that, it's like women wearing makeup and bras and also right. might be a thing where all uh, jokes aside people don't talk about this when people are depressed but they may mm-hmm. have lost their jobs like your stress like those things affect hygiene a lot of people don't look at it like that but for some people it does affect hygiene right so um episode 2156 black woman vp damn we got 10 comments what the fuck oh y'all had a lot to say oh yeah i guess kamala harris did get picked for vp uh jared says y'all had bars with a z this episode especially when talking about kamala harris and kanye west that truth bomb about brianna taylor was depressing as hell because it's so true it needed to be said i'll keep it short so uh short because there's really nothing more to say about the stellar episode thank you ron and karen thank you you know that's what's crazy to me is people will it is weird to me that you can see the point of putting brianna taylor's name in a meme you can see the point of protesting in brianna taylor's name Mm -hmm. you can see the point of putting her name on jerseys of nba players you can see the point of the nba putting her uh, WNBA putting her name on a court all this stuff you can see the point of all that you think those are good things you can see the point of signing a change.org petition Come you on. see you can see the value of all of that stuff but the fact that the da there is a black man who refuses refuses to prosecute those p- police officers and he is literally the only person that can do it 
but you cannot see the value in voting his ass out come on i will never understand that for the life of me i will never understand that because one i would rather you not march if i get killed and the police won't give my family justice i would rather you not march for me and go fucking vote and get the motherfucker out of there that won't prosecute come on like if i gotta pick one i don't give a fuck about all these fucking signs like go do the thing you know and i don't and that's if i had to pick i don't think we have to pick that's the no, fucking point we can do both we can do both but if i have to pick one do the thing that's gonna work because this shit where you think you can shame him but you can't shame people in the voting is stupid you know what i mean that shit is stupid that's the part that bothers me it's not the whatever your mentality is blah 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 but no smart and stupid bother me like this is stupid if i see you putting water in your car gas tank i'm gonna be like that is a stupid thing to do that is a pointless thing to do that is not gonna make your car work you know what i mean that's my point like so it's super weird to see people that you know <laughs> because you know who would have prosecuted that, those those cops kamala harris Come on. kamala harris would have prosecuted those police officers um and also oh so glad we got on this um check out a couple of resources on kamala harris uh i implore you to because i think a lot of misinformation that put out about her a lot of biased information has been passed out around her and a lot of just lies have been passed out around her and they've taken on the semblance of truth because they've been so widespread it started because bernie supporters were afraid of her and you guys know bernie supporters promote lies and shit online all the time then it becomes these memes and they just oh this is we're doing you know we whatever we can to dismiss this person okay two resources uh that i would recommend the first would be democracy now uh they had an episode about um where they talked about kamala harris they brought on um can't remember her first name but her last name is basilon this woman who has written several hit pieces about kamala harris over the last few three or four years uh and each one of them is uh somewhat it's very they're very much hard on kamala harris okay check that check the check it out they had her talk to a woman who was the um uh what do you call it the uh public defender in uh i think it was san francisco or, or whatever so they had the public defender who worked there um talk about working with and against defending cases against kamala harris and when i say eye-opening you like where why the fuck people ain't talk about this you know what i mean the only people that really talked about this shit was them kamala harris k-high people on twitter and i just never really wanted to i don't like any stand culture shit especially around politicians i think it's kind of weird um and so i was like let me stay out of this because if she ain't gonna be president or vice president i really don't see the point of arguing about the shit all day with these folks but and i also muted her name literally over a year ago because i didn't want i saw that it was obviously a lot of propaganda she was targeted there was a lot of bots and shit using her name and i said let me just stay out of this because every time you bring up her name 27 john 75 45 222 
pops up in your mentions right yep they keep her name in like a running tab and that happened to me you just tweet certain people name out that's why a lot of times certain times you see people misspell people names on purpose because you spell it right it just pops up and all of a sudden you're just dealing with people right um and so i was looking at my bliss body watch saying "Mm -mm, this something is not right about these times okay (laughs) and so um democracy now had amy goodman interview um what is her first name um nikki solis is the woman who was the public defender and she talked to laura Bazelon, who's a law professor who has been writing these hit pieces on kamala harris and y'all that 20 minutes right there i'll put it in the show notes that so you can go watch the video yourself read the article they got the transcript all that stuff because uh democracy now can afford it um you they like straight up like context that's what i stand i stand context okay you put some shit in context that's what i want to hear and so that was the first resource i would recommend for y'all that are listening to this podcast you're already a podcast listener so i'm going to recommend a podcast as well that i think um y'all would um y'all would benefit from listening to i believe it was two white dudes and it's called opening argument open opening arguments and it's episode oa412 examining kamala harris's record another great listener and this is not them this is the thing both in both cases this is not them going kamala harris is the perfect person she's never made a mistake it's just them adding context to be like no this was progressive not just for her time there are people now who are modeling what she did there are people now who haven't even made it to what she's done yet there are people now that we're calling progressive for doing shit she was doing 12 years ago so the idea that she wasn't a progressive prosecutor is ridiculous the idea that we don't want progressive prosecutors is also stupid come on you know we need like this is something we need unless the system is until this system is dismantled i want it run by people that care about the community that care about black people that understand black people are going to do crime but they don't make you a criminal right that's what we need um just and just for, like quick things that were in there um people that go she locked up all these men for marijuana possession see she was she's now she wants to legalize weed one why would that be bad don't you want her to want to do that anyway she wants to legalize weed but she locked up all these men for weed possession and then you find out that what she did was one she didn't lock up people for weed possession um she was sending to the, uh like these deferment programs if they were under a certain age like 18 to 24 there was these like alternatives to the uh to the criminal justice system she would send them to but also the the ones that are on the record the thousand and whatever weed possessions are all intent to sell like people had enough weed to sell something that could be prosecuted federally and she would plead it down reduce it to possess simple possession and then put it into the alternative court so what the fuck are people talking about but if you just look at the raw numbers and go look she was locking people up for weed you then you completely miss the fact that everyone who had simple weed possession she just said no i'm not prosecuting that another thing she stopped doing uh which they actually started back after since she's not no longer been uh the uh da slash attorney general she doesn't prosecute sex workers for sex crime so like as far as like like 
right now they prosecute let a woman gets caught she's prostituting somehow right they prosecute the john and they prosecute the woman both of them go to jail right both of them get a record she goes i'm just not going to prosecute any cases against uh these women period so the the man who's like a, a john he'll he may go to jail she will prosecute that but she won't prosecute the person that is the actual sex worker something no one talks about they go she got rid of black back uh back page see and she got rid of back page to try to stop child tra- uh sex trafficking because it's so unregulated you really don't know and a lot of times people do end up dead there we only talk about the good cases where it's like well a lot of people in, they need that to live it's like yes and then a lot of, then what do i do as a law enforcement agency when people are getting killed and shit now i'm not prosecuting women for being prostitutes so i'm already so i'm already trying to 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 not do that and this was something that the public defender asked her to do like this is what the public defender who the fuck else do you want to listen to in this situation so like that kind of shit i did not know um they even go into several like the cases where like um challenging like reasons that she challenged the death penalty uh ruling in california and how uh the legal reasoning was more like if you don't challenge it then it gives republicans a room to say yeah it's not run in an efficient way we shouldn't have people on death row for for too long we need to speed up how quickly we kill people on death row Mm -hmm. these are legal arguments that were taking place in these courtrooms that no one expresses on twitter's and 280 work characters they don't care right well yeah because it's easier to call her a cop you know um and there's more i'm not gonna redo the whole podcast and conversation but context is the point that's the thing we always try to stress on the show and um uh i'll try to put those links in the show notes for y'all um but yeah it's and and it's easy to get caught up in that shit because you ain't paying no attention ain't nobody gonna read this Mm -mm. i guarantee you there's people listening to the sound of my fucking voice that are like i ain't about to click on nothing because we are so committed to just wanting the point of view of she's a bad person she's a good person go do the research it really wouldn't take you more than two hours to do what i just said it's a 20 minute segment maybe that on that back and forth on democracy now and it's an hour-long podcast she's the fucking vice president possible president of the united states you don't want to know this shit but you will run on your podcast on your on your social media page and call her a cop call tell it say she's a bad person and shit that's ridiculous do the work all right uh this one is from anonymous hey rod and karen wish to remain anonymous and make this brief but the sad part is black voters will not come out in a high number to vote for biden because of harris's racial makeup being married to a white man and her role as a prosecutor in california it's a shame that she will have to prove her blackness to blacks and explain and possibly apologize for doing her job as a prosecutor which i feel she shouldn't because she is biracial and no one questions obama's blackness when he first ran yes they did when he first ran that she was doing her job to represent the government in regards of criminal uh, are punished even if it may seem harsh but she was doing her job another thing 100 black famous men signed a letter saying that joe biden should pick a black woman as vice president but did not rally behind supporting a black woman to receive a president uh president nomination but now want to rally for her it's like an oxymoron all right you said a lot there mm-hmm. uh i can see why you might want to remain anonymous <laughs> uh the first thing i'll say is i don't believe you that black people will not come out for biden and harris Me um, either. I, don't, I don't first of all no one votes for vp p 
period right and for me it's one of those things too where the people you talk about is a small minority you're not trying to find that's that online shit mm-hmm. ask niggas outside of online niggas is like i am go- it wouldn't matter who the fuck he picked for vice right. president it wouldn't matter and they have and the thing is the reason it doesn't matter who he picks for vice president is because they already say they're not gonna vote for biden don't be fooled by these people right any of anyone saying well now i'm not gonna vote for him was saying it a week ago they were gonna say it next week and they're gonna say it a month in the past and they're gonna say a month in the future these people can't be depended upon mm-hmm. they're also not a majority of us no they're not now if black people don't turn out the vote it will be because of voter suppression yes this is not our proud our fault but it is our problem you see what i'm saying we we're not to blame for voter suppression Depression, but we are absolutely um being slammed by it um black people will turn out not just uh will we turn out we'll wait longer in line to turn out okay we we will wait at the three or four voting machines we even have in our district five six hours till the darkness until we'll be in line while 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 uh, white precincts are going home looking at the results on on tv mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying they this we won't be the problem and not only will we show up to vote we will vote democrat the vast majority of us we won't be out there splitting the vote with kanye and all this shit we will vote democrat and more and we will vote at a higher percentage the problem will be are we allowed to vote have are we, we being scrubbed off roads are we being intimidated from voting are you see what i'm saying that's what the problem will be um as for the people questioning her racial makeup they exist and they are out there making those arguments but i also wonder how many there are and how much they're being elevated right you know i've seen people say some stupid shit you know but and what is happening is that these are once again people that aren't gonna vote or people that were like i hate biden anyway and now they're going well uh how do i work away into saying that kamala harris ain't shit because what happens is they make these broad sweeping statements like trust black women believe black women black Mm -hmm. women and kamala harris is a black woman and so they have to undo her blackness so that they can keep their same moral code online of i don't i don't uh i support black women but she ain't black she jamaican and indian okay so uh jamaicans ain't really black they you know so they doing this this stupid mm-hmm. shit uh it doesn't matter that she's always identified as black doesn't matter that the pictures of her at howard university as a black woman it doesn't ma- none of this matters to them that they just want to be able to take it away from her so they can then justify not supporting because they make so much of their fake personality is i support black women but they just support you know certain black women sometimes when they feel like it um and really if you want to inverse that that slogan most of the time what that really means is support me trust me right believe me yes and only me nobody else but me i'm gonna hide it behind being a black woman but black women ain't no fucking monolith Mm-mm. black women disagree about shit all the goddamn time mm-hmm. so hey you know okay trust black women okay this black woman says um uh i don't know this black woman says something the opposite of this other black woman this woman says uh beyonce is a capitalist that only cares about herself and she just using the political rhetoric to try to make money and this other black woman says beyonce is a queen she is a black feminist womanist that da 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 da. can i trust both of you at the same time because both of y'all are saying the opposite things y'all both black women so it's not that's like that's just an easy slogan they like to throw out but the people that do that try to undo and dismantle folks blackness so they can cherry pick who the fuck to support and who not to 
and they be honest you don't really need to do all that just say you don't like somebody come on be easier but then you'll be people that dismiss you and that's the social part of social media yeah and a hundred black men that say they he had to pick a black vp this is my personal belief uh and i think a lot of woke people did this as well not just these niggas that signed this they want to take credit for Biden's vp pick they want to be like if it wasn't for us he wouldn't have got kamala harris we came in a week out when the decision probably been made come on and say you better pick a black woman and he did so black people you have our blessing diddy charlemagne and we all decided that you can vote okay akon decided that black people can go ahead and vote uh for joe biden because he did what we told him to do bullshit political stunt uh let's see absent minded says hey rod and karen love you guys in the podcast definitely need your oh wait i forgot one more thing I, obama definitely had his blackness question period oh yes yes he did that absolutely had his blackness question uh, white mama they had a lot to say uh, it was a lot of shit that he went through it's just seen so long ago and at this point it's become such a fixture in black culture that it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was always no 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 he's yeah. he had his blackness question a, a bunch of times yeah i don't care your black experience is your black experience i don't care who mix with who who cross who i don't care but you know a lot of people stand on those high horses when it come to that and i don't know why it's like people constantly want to kick people out of blackness is stupid right so i mean and honestly 100 black men at least they on board that's honestly the bar that's where i am the bar is that low for them niggas I, the, I don't care those are the same do. motherfuckers telling people not to vote i already don't take them seriously i already there was nobody on that list that i'm like i got to listen to them thank god they brought it up but maybe some of the dummies that do listen to them could be like oh okay well if charlamagne said if you know diddy said you know then i guess i gotta if akon says then i guess i gotta vote maybe maybe that's how it's gonna work i don't know but definitely don't yeah like whatever the 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 other thing they could be saying is not to vote or vote for republican or some shit like that vote third party and of the things they could have done these, this is the thing that i would prefer for them to do same absent mind says hey Ryder karen love you guys in the podcast definitely need your podcast more than ever my company has me back in the office at least i can work remotely on fridays i know you may see people complaining about the democratic ticket but please keep using your platform to encourage everyone to vote i know it will reach someone people are fed up with trump my great uncle who is a member of revcom.us revolutionary Com- communist party usa is now a registered voter he is still an activist at 72 but didn't vote i don't know if the entire organization was anti-voting but they released a statement about voting in the upcoming election if my communist uncle and his cohorts are going to vote i need everyone else to suck it up and vote trump's ass out of office peace thank you mm-hmm. i feel you on that yeah. and i appreciate you and the thing is i don't care how old you are if you've never voted register to vote register your friends your family your loved one a lot of people turning 18 graduated getting ready to graduate hey you register to vote because this shit matters anonymous says hey rod and karen just wanted to comment about the coronavirus news discussion about parents and children going back to school slash daycare offer a little different perspective many parents have to work at right or wrong schools and daycares are what we have relied on to watch our children while we did that 
the difficulty with the closures is that my work isn't closed and they still expect me to come in and get my hours i don't want to lose my job or look for a new one because then i'll be jobless during the pandemic that doesn't really seem to have an end in sight if i knew it would be over in a month maybe i could go on leave and live off of savings for a while while we shelter in place but no one can give that kind of assurance where i live there are even schools that are only open certain days of the week and parents are struggling to figure out what to do during those other days because they can't get off work i acknowledge that for some parents it may just be just them wanting a break and i acknowledge that for some uh and i don't judge them for that because these kids are savages especially when (laughs) especially when they are trapped in the house it is every man woman for themselves smiley face but uh i had to speak up for parents who need to work i talked to many others working parents because we're all trying to figure out what to do and we agonize about the decision putting our kids to school and daycare and stress about it a lot personally it hurts to hear people think we take it lightly this is my kid after all he can be bad but i love him with everything i love him i wish there was some sort of reform or forced closure of jobs during the pandemic with employees still getting paid and accruing benefits that would allow us to be as safe as possible but i just don't see that happening thanks for hearing me out love your podcast as always and that's true and 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 that's the problem and the thing is we understand that most parents do want the best for their children and most parents want their children to be safe it's just a catch-22 for the simple fact that for some parents they don't have the option of working from home some people some parents do mm-hmm. and for the people that do i'm like hey you're already at home i know it's difficult but it's something but but for most of those parents something that you're just gonna have to tough through uh and the thing is 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 a catch-22 because if this government was ran correctly because that's the problem the problem isn't you as a parent uh or daycare or even the schools the problem is that the federal government should have just shut shit down and be like hey companies here's money so you don't let go of your employees and so the employees could have stayed at home with their children while the school was closed and then you wouldn't have this problem but when you have people talking about open up a fucking economy that's going that's, that's going to be tanked this tanked and will continue to tank it will not recover for decades truth be told because of the damage that we're doing the longer we keep doing this open back up open back up open back up bullshit it's going to take the economy longer to actually recover and this shit doesn't make no sense because how can an economy run with sick employees how can a school run with sick children how can the school run with sick teachers and faculties and staff like it, it logically makes no sense shit just actually needs to be shut down but because we're we're, we're, we're we have uh, stupid people in congress and senate and governors and mayors and shit like that uh that's why voting matters you know these people are in these positions to directly impact you uh, this is the end uh, result, and uh, it's one of those things where we understand that, and my heart does go out, you know, to parents that were like, look, I don't have an option. I have to go back to work, you know, uh, and also that goes to speak for jobs, too, because, you know, you have some companies that are flexible and some companies that are not. Yeah, the thing I would say, too, is your house can't run if yeah, people get sick in it. No, it can't. Um, and I understand it's a calculated risk. That's the thing. Um i and i i thought we were pretty clear about it on the show but uh i don't think we really blame the parents Mm -mm. at all but uh the government organizations and the businesses that run off of it are really what's going to be the problem Um, because if you think kids can just go back to school and social distance no they're not going to be able to do it kids kids can't listen you can teach a kid how to cross the street safely 
and every single day you're gonna think wonder if your kid is gonna cross the street right because that's what kids do you know what i mean so uh i just think it's a perilous situation uh the people in charge don't give a fuck about you or your family or your kids Mm uh and the businesses are in tough situations too because they can't make money with no employees in certain businesses right um and at the same time without with employees being sick and shit they're not gonna make money and customers not being able to uh consume certain products they're not gonna make money it's Mm -hmm. just a it's just a fucked up situation where everyone has to tighten their belts and 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 try to get by but i just don't see it happening for a lot of folks um so i mean you know i'm hoping you and your kids don't get sick man i'm hoping your kids and the schools and the places manage to do it but the the things that they're using to ensure safety aren't actually safe no wiping things off isn't going to matter much right when it's Um, in the air taking temperatures aren't isn't going to matter much um and so yeah i'm sure you're more worried about it than i am I, i don't have kids that have to go to school and stuff so that that i take care of you know what i'm saying that i so uh but no i I just don't think uh i just i I feel you i I know it's tough and that's why we try to keep it a broad situation but the Mm -hmm. thing that the thing for me though that i can't stress enough though some of this shit though is parents going it'll be fine correct um and the thing is a lot of parents are getting information from fox news from their churches from um you know some of these propaganda machines republicans uh that that literally tell them it's nothing it's nothing to worry about and so how do i separate those parents from the ones who have to do it because in a just society what would happen is that there would be no parents who volunteered to get their children fucked up there will only be parents who said i have to put my kid in a situation where they're away from the house being monitored for eight hours a day so i can go make money right that would be a just situation and then we will have much less people in these situations so you'd be able to social distance more uh there'd be a higher likelihood if it was like well look there's only 10 percent of kids that are coming back to school because their parents have jobs that require them to be somewhere in person and they can't watch the kids blah 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 and so now the the parts of society and i don't know the exact percentages obviously but but the parts of society where people do have those luxuries and those options to be like oh no my kid can stay home i don't really want them to i maybe it's a pain in my ass to work from home and have to watch these kids but i'll do it for the betterment of society that's my because i have this option and i'm not gonna just and i'm in a privileged position i'm not gonna endanger my kid and other people's kids by just being like well fuck it rush limbaugh said i can do it so there is a fine line of commentary and nuance here where it's you know hey if the shoe fits where if uh if it don't fit you know uh you know let it roll you know what i'm saying um so uh yeah those are the people i'm talking about the people that really just don't give a fuck because Mm -hmm. ideologically they don't give a fuck i think are different from the people who are in dangerous situations and i was listening to uh keith and a girl a while back and they had a discussion like this or bianca and keith kind of were going back and forth but you know i was kind of more on keith's side which is like some of these motherfuckers need to be yelled at it's not all of them and if you're and the people that feel bad are the ones who actually seem to be trying to do something it, like I, it's, it's so it's so ironic like 
i'm i look at someone who walks in and goes i'm not wearing a mask because it you know the guy the government can't tell me what to do and i go fuck this person and then the people that do wear a mask and do social distance and do take precautions are the ones whose feelings get hurt come on you know but i don't know why because no one's talking bad about them anyway uh marissa writes in uh seattle oh hey marissa seattle is a hot mess basically the city council is at war with the mayor and the police chief activists got a non got all non-city council members to publicly agree to 50 percent cuts on the force which is huge and this is why people are pushing back now also regarding the layoffs the department definitely tried to say this would hurt minority officers but the council pointed out a clause that allows a chief to do layoffs out of order and recommended those layoffs come from officers who have repeatedly repeatedly had complaints against them right the the sound too much like like right the police chief best who mind you like most officers lives outside of seattle in a rich suburb refuses to do so and instead is quitting because she said it goes against her principles and because she is a black woman conservatives all of a sudden are pretending to care about race like saying how dare you treat this first black woman chief like this hey man she is blue okay them statements we read that's she chose her side Mm -hmm. but the best has like that's the thing that's so funny is like that like there is a level of tokenism that republicans engage in only when they only when it's convenient yes because if this same black woman would have said you know what y'all right i am gonna reduce the staff and i am getting rid of officers with complaints against them them same republicans would have been like that's why we shouldn't hire a black woman Mm mm-hmm uh but best has been in the department a long time and has been 100 percent complicit even since back in 2014-15 when i when i was an active organizer and she was second in command last thing the police are so corrupt here when they were first under consent decrees it required them to fill out forms when uh use of force was used the police union sued the federal government saying it was too much of a burden for officers to have to fill out the forms the union has since been kicked out of major label group labor groups in the city i hope people are able to keep pressure on the council to force change and would love it if we could get major durkin out of the paint they talk a big liberal game but seattle has terrible outcomes for most black folks and plc that's why a lot of protests still major protests still happen here okay i'm done sorry for the rant but wanted to provide some extra context wait the last thing on the homeless encampment suites while they've continued uh even during covid they used to do use inmates to do those suites while pro- paying private firms hundreds of dollars an hour to oversee it once what? the po- mm-hmm. and you know the inmates can only make a certain amount of money pennies on the hour right once the public backlash happened they removed the inmates but they are still doing sweeps throwing out people's possessions and medicine without thought by the way average home prices here are 800k so homelessness is huge yeah when we was there it was a lot of homeless people a mm-hmm. lot um but yeah i mean like I, 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 seattle is far enough oh it's so weird seattle's going through so much and i read every once in a while i read like a long form article about it and there's so many different things happening at the same fucking time yes, it is it, it's honestly hard to keep up with it's like only somebody on the ground i guess would know and i guarantee you the the opinions on the ground differ as well but um i just know when we read that article it's like 
seattle defunds police and you're like oh for real and it's like five percent cut or whatever it's like that cannot possibly be what people meant no it's when not. they said defund now the you done made them mad right like this ain't going away no time soon classic r&b lover says hello Ryder karen listening to these woke black slam vp selection kamala harris is so disheartening the fact that so many of these women are supposedly politically savvy black women is disgusting it's almost as if 2016 never happened part of me wonders have they learned nothing another part of me has come to realize that their brand is claiming to be anti-establishment strange how their anti-establishment stand on, stance only works when it comes to democrats right come on and to acknowledge that she it's so weird right because this is one of the things they say they go well we're just we're not we push against the democrats because you have to push the people that are most likely to listen or whatever i go okay cool so then you should vote to get the people that are most likely to listen in office right crickets okay well you say you only push the democrats because they're the most likely to listen to you okay cool so then when people push you for saying you're not gonna vote or you're gonna vote for a third party or that both sides are the same why don't you see it as a, as a compliment as well you're, they think you're the most likely to listen which is why they're pushing you uh no no then it's go talk to the republicans very weird how that logic works and that's why i don't trust the fuck with y'all and to acknowledge that she is a good pick goes against their brand in addition they know they are primed to be put on the summer jam screen with the this you if they say anything positive about kamala because they were the main ones carrying water for republicans bernie bros and the bots with that cop mala bs even though uh even though they had had they actually looked at her record they would have seen that senator harris has long advocated and championed the very things they claim to support yes Mm -hmm. i'm telling y'all check out those two resources i i I told you about open arguments go listen to it man don't bullshit on this listen to it you need to hear the shit because it's from two lawyers and and it's a breakdown of the actual case law and all that stuff too and it's not just some flattering puff piece it's just okay this is how this attack doesn't make sense on her and there's even a case where they're like okay on this one she maybe it's not as bad as people say but it could be still be seen as bad you know stuff like that is refreshing to hear when, when and you can't get that on twitter um another thing um was the the democracy now piece check that out too man listen to a public defender who the fuck wants better outcomes for black people in the criminal justice system than the fucking public defender that's their whole job okay like this woman was out there and she by the way she didn't say nothing during the primaries like she basically just got to a point where she was like i y'all made me have to say something right like i, so I was i was trying to stay the fuck out of this but this is so fucked up what y'all are doing to kamala harris risking the election for this shit and it's just not accurate you know and that was emily i mean uh that was um fuck i forgot her first name again but Bazelon straight to her face the woman was like no this is why this is what you got wrong about that so this is what matters and i think (sighs) i know it's all just social media and it's all just groups patting each other on the back and group think type shit but it is dangerous and to a certain extent man i didn't used to feel this way but i'm definitely feeling this way now which is i feel like a lot of this shit is as dangerous as the republican trump tea party type people it's just as dangerous you know i hate to fucking say that honestly because with liberal people to a certain extent i agree with most of the shit they be talking about Mm -hmm. but then there becomes this fucking strain where it's like 
paralysis of analysis or you know uh, purity olympics and shit and now you're just fucking us harder as just as bad as these other people are fucking us the end of the day everybody's getting fucked because you're part of the problem instead of the solution so you know it, it is what it is um uh and you're right it is because they want to they are scared to to be like this i'll give you a good example uh angela davis Mm-hmm. everybody what was it a month ago two months ago when when defund the police was the hottest thing on the streets and they were like look at her she says abolish prison she has a book about abolishing prisons we should listen to angela davis the way that we don't listen to our elders that have been in this game we love angela davis y'all don't listen to angela davis angela davis a real one okay angela davis came out two weeks ago maybe maybe three weeks and said i'm going to vote and you should vote and you should vote for joe biden because he might not be the ideal candidate but he is the one that helps us get to where we want to go right motherfuckers that have never done shit when compared to angela fucking davis many people talking came at her neck still coming at her angela fucking davis talking about this is why you can't be getting money when you are activist because it changes you dog i it's so it's why i stopped doing black capitalism as the way i was doing it because mm-hmm. it's honestly infuriating to know there's people out there like this these idiots so you telling me angela davis they tried to who defended herself in a fucking death penalty case that that they trumped up against her just her <laughs> with just her in her corner by herself and beat the case you telling me angela davis who they tried to kill come on is the feds yeah i can't respect you i can't respect you when you act like i can't i can't to me that is the tea party to me that is maga but what's the difference what's the difference between you and them honestly what's the difference you claim behind some woke shit that that you are you're just as bad as the people that that hate her hate her for racist reasons oh my god (laughs) it's just like i said i try not to leave with my anger because i don't but it's so stupid i can like i can say the shit is stupid without being it being about just an anger thing it just logically you make no sense Mm mm-hmm it's gotten so bad that i have literally put some of these women in the sean king column where i pay attention when he talks about anti-black violence because he has made me aware of things but when it comes to his political thoughts he falls into the void i'm team biden harris hell i would have been team calcified dog shit if trump was the other option now i just have to worry about making sure my absentee ballot gets counted right so this that's insane to me man but uh yeah man i had to write a lot of these activists off man it is what it is i don't feel bad about it it is what it is like once you once you see the other side of the shit it's just like oh nah y'all y'all get down as fucked up as love and hip-hop and shit too Mm -hmm. like i'm good with it i'm good my nigga like i don't know which of y'all is ideologically opposed and which of y'all fuck the other dudes like man or woman or whatever it is i don't who who got that coveted uh uh financing or backing or sponsoring that you didn't get and 
you know who got to be on the podium at the last thing that you didn't get to be on and now i got to log on to twitter and be on your side about the shit like is like them niggas are just as fucking petty as anybody else and you know i just try to keep the thing i learned 2017 2018 mm-hmm. keep my fucking distance like yeah like y'all can do this without me i don't y'all don't need me yeah i'm just giving my opinion kim doc says i was relieved as fuck when i heard this the announcement the love she has been getting feels so earned after all the vicious hating attacks uh <clears throat> fake love uh and yeah it's fake love because it was fake hate right it's just what like it's just motherfuckers flipping with the shit don't come on they're going whatever the wave take them yeah don't fall for none of it the only people that really love kamala harris is some k-high people and seeing them work to working together during the press events is actually refreshing you can see it working before your very eyes they have a great working chemistry that isn't often palpable when someone uh picks a weak ass vp uh even though she lights up the room uh he inhabits is pretty it seems perfectly fine by him oh she inhabits it feels perfectly fine by him and he'll protect her from the bullshit more than he'll protect himself and let's be clear clear we've seen kamala with the flamethrower the negativity and feeble republican attacks bounce right off her did they forget she used them nominees and cronies as chew toys don't fuck with her she might just end trump if she ever decides to stop being cute i would love to see it in a couple of months yeah the thing for me uh uh i was a little bit pissed at the enthusiasm for kamala harris i'm a little bit mad because some of it's from people that had a problem with her being president right and it feels a little bit like that glass ceiling thing where it's like oh i love this black woman as long as i know she can't be in charge come on and that was the whole thing the reason she ran for president was because people love kamala harris roasting republicans in those fucking things they loved her she was actually even in the lead before they cast the first fucking vote she was a meme because it was just oh like meme of kamala harris looking at these niggas you know it's like when when popeye says there'll be 10 minutes on spicy and then it was a meme of kamala harris looking at a motherfucker like you lying to me right now you know and to see people essentially abandon her attack her as a cop um the woke black niggas from uh california uh coming at her neck uh all the time using the same bernie memes and shit that were incorrect some of them outright lies seeing them people attack her it took something out of me because i was like "Ooh, this is like ugly in a way that clearly directed by russia clearly directed by misinformation clearly directed by bernie bros and shit and i don't want any parts of this and it's clear that she's not gonna be president because i'm like a black woman can't be president when people are attacking her as a black woman from black people come on period it's not gonna happen and the same thing would happen to stacy abrams by the way too same people that's mad stacy abrams didn't get elected are also mad that uh didn't get selected also mad that black people are saying go vote now what is stacy abrams her whole thing is overwhelm the system. That's mm-hmm. every time I've heard her speak on any type of public platform, be it TV, radio, podcast, her message has been the same. Yeah, overwhelm go vote. the system. Go vote. And so the same people go, if he would have picked her, I would have been okay with it. How? You don't vote. And you weren't going to vote. And 
and that's your whole thing and her whole thing is the opposite of that so it makes no sense for you to even say that stupid shit uh anyway um but yeah some of this feels weird to me kim doc it just feel like people saying yay she could she's the best second place possible and i'm just like why where was y'all where were y'all when she was shooting in the gym i'm hoping there's enough coverage and outrage at the post office bullshit to stop the suppression in his tracks or that this shit essentially hurts republicans down ballot just the same as democrats i'm planning to vote in person because my voting place is never dense but i will be praying for everyone in densely populated areas that will as rod said have to risk risk their lives for this election Mm -hmm. be extra careful out there and be prepared with everything you need to survive the way we are prideful people and hate begging but we're begging fuck fucking vote fucking vote if your one vote wasn't valuable these demons wouldn't be removing you from the voter rolls slapping heavy fines on felons to deter them from regaining their enfranchisement right delaying the mail of veterans and senior citizens and cancer patients vote fucking vote or die i say that with every bit of love within me love to everybody out there listening cam right because my thing is if your vote did not would does not matter like why would they invest millions and millions of dollars into defunding the postal service why would they invest this money into present people voter rolls why would they have all these uh sessions and change the laws and the gerrymandering and like if your vote really meant nothing they wouldn't invest the time and the money and the effort against it if it mm-hmm. didn't matter another thing that was funny too was this uh sean king tweeted out congratulations to kamala harris and this nigga literally accused her of murder accused her of murder not too long ago what yes like how you gonna accuse somebody of murder like three months ago because it don't matter and now congratulations a black woman vp that's what we need ridiculous yeah because it don't matter because you know the internet just keeps trucking you know as far as the internet's concerned he never said it yeah all right let's go to the next one sandler agony gotta gonna be honest joe could have selected pete Buttigieg, and i would still be fine with the selection Me i'm too. glad it was kamala harris however the narrative around her is muddled where she's getting blamed for shit that other people in uh in california uh other people in california uh does she have some explaining to do about a record otherwise i mean when the entire world is in the rubble and people need to bitch how they pretend to care about prisons by all means i guess personally i don't give a fuck she ain't perfect ordinary people ain't perfect either these woke pricks tie themselves in the knots and uh to not seem fraudulent 24 7 being something they aren't online yeah it's so weird too because um that was another part of the podcast that really helped was like them being like these are the people that were responsible for prosecuting some of these cases that literally had no involvement with kamala harris there's never even been proof of involvement with kamala harris and if there would have been trust me it would have been brought up because anything to make a conspiratorial case they would have done but they literally don't have it you know um you know even stuff where like she says she campaigned on look i'm not going to ever use the death penalty on anyone and three weeks after she won her election um a cop was killed by a gang by in gang related murder of a cop and she refused to 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 use a death prosecute with the death penalty and like 
she got turned on by everybody over that shit almost lost re-election barely won re-election after that stuff like that they don't talk about because that shows you she's a staunch defender like for all that she she tried to uphold the death penalty in in um in california it shows you like well there must have been reason beyond that because she's not pro death penalty and she never has prosecuted anyone for any crime with the death penalty period so then you go well what does that mean it's like oh well maybe it's because she didn't want the grounds of the defense of the abolishment of the death penalty in california to be that it's not quote unquote organized enough because if you make that the grounds and the appeal is going to be like oh yeah we can we can do the death penalty we just need to organize it better it shouldn't take as long and now people getting killed on death row in a year instead of fucking 10 where they might have a chance to maybe prove their innocence, where they might have a chance to... Yeah, you have organizations that always go back and find evidence. All kinds of shit, you know? So, yeah, anyway. Um, uh, Then there was another case, too, where a man... They they used this guy where a man was convicted of sexually assaulting his stepdaughter, and the they claim to have like found evidence that he didn't really do it and that she must have lied about it um and the mother of the girl even said like well she's a pathological liar and she lives her lives or whatever right and she uh was like she she fought she fought for the to keep the conviction she's like no um i'm not gonna let this guy go free and of course the easy thing oh she just had a locked up a man that he might not have done it he's in prison and of course the other side is let's say she did go yeah yeah we're not gonna challenge it he's he's free he's out on the streets people are not gonna be like well so you're saying that this girl who said she was sexually assaulted you can just throw out that she said that you can just let this rapist back on the streets kamala harris that's okay with you like these are that's the thing about tough decisions and being in power and being a leader um and the reason that i think she's more than up to the job is because she is uh the person that has taken those slings and arrows and survived and that's really what it's going to take that's what it would take to be president you know that's what it takes to be in the spotlight and a lot of people don't got that they want to be liked by everybody they want everyone to be on their side that's impossible that's you know it's hard to get everybody like you and your normal ass life where ain't nobody watching but your ass do every day it's somebody somewhere that don't like your ass for existing and no matter what they would have picked the other side is my point so if it would have right, been they would have picked the other side no matter yeah, what if yes. she would have went the other way it would have been like wow she lets a rapist free saying she doesn't believe women you know shit like that it's always a way to flip the shit um and he, and yeah even the mom saying pathological liar shit maybe or maybe she's one of those people that allowed abuse to happen in her house and chose a man over her own uh daughter that has also happened you can't we can't know that from sitting here on our computers and uh someone posting a meme anyway um oh and they talked about the truancy thing and how no one ever went to jail for that under kamala harris's truancy policy period then there were people that it worked so well because she got people to go to school um and there were like three or four different interventions before jail was even brought up 
and no one ever made it to jail period they don't talk about that under her program period what happened was uh other jurisdictions adopted that program because it worked so well and not all of them ran it the same as her and so throughout the state of california i think 11 people did end up it might have been less but did end up going to jail but not under kamala harris not her decision not even something she could control it'd be like y'all can't do it it was just people who adopted the program and ran it in a different fucking way that is that is the shit they don't want you to know and they don't want to talk about because then it adds context then it adds some nuance and then you go i can see how that's not her fault and they don't want you to do that they want you to say she's a fucking cop i will never vote for her i'd rather let trump win again that's what they want you to say basically um anyway i'm tired of these performative dickheads prancing around twitter claiming to care about democracy unless it's to tell you that it's okay not to vote fuck these people white liberals obviously but some of these black folks who aren't controlled by comrade 2679 on twitter saying this shit online is exhausted seeing fellow black personalities trying to understand these feelings is exhausting stupid even either you care about making the world a better place or you just cosplaying like those stay-at-home ass bernie voters i mean fuck republicans at least they have a plan it's a nefarious racist dystopian plan but they have one these cosplay lives clutch their pearls too damn much that they lose all the damn all the damn time so smart but lose all the time and then bitch about obama pelosi schumer and others to do just something to just do something for their failure to take back the house sitting in the presidency whackness unparalleled come on yeah a lot of them either don't understand how the government works so they just my i always say this to bossy i feel like they have they know one song and they sing it at every occasion because that one tune i've seen people try to throw pelosi and schumer under the bus right now i'm like okay you know they can't do shit about the post office stuff because they submitted their bill for funding over a a month ago right what happens is you have a president and a senate that is republican controlled because motherfuckers didn't go out and vote or motherfuckers had their vote suppressed and and because motherfuckers voted for them and so because of this you have a lot of motherfuckers in office who work under trump by just going well that's what trump wants and i'm gonna just slide my vote for it and just on the low yes i agree with them yeah and then, i'm not gonna bring it up so we won't even vote for it yeah and well yeah my point is they run cover for him yes so the you would think the solution would be to get those people out of the way because blaming democrats is literally pointless they don't have the majority every one of them has been doing what the fuck you voted for them to do right now and it doesn't matter because none of these republicans can be shamed like all this shame work shit none of the republicans uh shame doesn't work how come you never believe this about republicans how come you think we can shame them into doing the right thing or we can yell at the democrats loud enough and they'll do the right things there's nothing they can do other than political theater right now because they don't have the fucking numbers so right. either you know how the government works or you don't yeah and i've realized some people don't understand the three branches of government they don't understand how things work they're like i'm just gonna blame somebody and you're like baby it don't work like that sweetie i'm going to follow my advice and tune them out for my sanity forever it won't be easy but these people have no integrity they're blatant chaos agents nothing more it's like what you say right you're either useful or you're useless i'd rather be useful and let my vote for joe and kamala do the talking not feel about voting 
i'm tired as well but we don't have time for that or another way voting is all we got and it works trump is so scared he taking mailboxes away his dumb ass knows we want him out that being said go joe and kamala you know something else sometimes because we don't have just voting but you know why people feel like we only have voting it's because of people that are activists they go um then voting doesn't even help any at all don't do nothing that's why you have people like they always blame it the other way around and be like i see voting didn't get you to a utopia and it's like right because most people feel like it's pulling teeth just to vote and once they do that they're done because literally all you do is shit on them for even doing that so what the fuck you think they're gonna leave the house to do some more shit with your ass wow like you ain't making an inviting space you ain't making people want to kick it with you yeah and a lot of this book goes back down to how people are taught about social studies and civics in school most people aren't taught that it's more to the process than just voting most people aren't taught you know this levels most people aren't taught your local jurisdiction is actually more important than the federal no, you know, things like that not even that's what about just house senate and and the presidency how about that yeah people don't understand you know what i mean how about just the three branches right you know executive legislative you know what i mean uh judicial Mm -hmm. like what about that shit because if you don't know that basic shit how many fucking senators there are how many fucking uh house of representatives there are you know if how many supreme court judges there are if you don't know that kind of shit you damn sure can't be counted on when it comes to time to vote because you don't even know how your vote works you don't even know what makes a vote matter or not to be calling it not mattering like it's it's just so i don't know it's just so dumb it's like the dumbest people are the loudest Eve says joe biden could have picked a vp who wants to abolish arby's and not still vote for him i think kamala i think i'm looking forward to kamala giving trump that work funny how all the cop mala critics got quiet yeah some of them got quiet but a lot of them still talking you know and and those people like i said you gotta look at them like the tea party they're not coming around mm-hmm. it's, it's okay mm-hmm. kamala harris vp yay nay or meh karen yay 78 percent of the audience says yay interesting it wouldn't have mattered who it was it'd have been a yay oh for real okay yeah, yeah, so know. people to jay yay I, I don't know Marianne Williamson he could have had a, a, a can of paint I don't think who yay. else it was Yang Gang Andrew Yang yay I don't care uh who else was it that was up there Cory Booker yay I'm fine with that uh, when I told you I, not- Elizabeth Warren yeah okay um trying to think yeah I mean I, I feel you I feel you yeah because like I told people before my mind was already made up I don't give a fuck who he picked i had my preferences i had what i wanted my desire list but i think there's a difference though between that because you're saying you had your preferences i don't know i, I think there's a difference between what you're saying and yay because i think if it would have been certain people i wouldn't have been like yay i would have been like okay like i'm still gonna vote for them blah 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 but that the kamala harris is one of my people i would have been like i'm like yes i'm excited about um stacy abrams another one i would have been excited about um uh yeah there's a there's a few people that i was legitimately susan rice like i would have been i'm like like i'm i'm happy they got it and i want that person to be the vice president and let's go um i did not feel that way about everybody so 
and 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 i guess i put it like this i had my preferences but at the end of the day i actually did not care because i didn't i, I know, you know what you're saying but yay and not care that's may that's meh m-e-h that's i didn't care yay is positive may is non-plus i don't care and then nay is negative so you don't know what those mean i do i, I, I guess as you explain it like that i mean man because I, I like 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 mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I, so I have my preferences but when it comes to yeah voting, it did not sound like a yay to me i think yay is i'm excited to vote for this person so if you're not excited to vote for kamala harris then you're not a yay that's, that's i mean i am excited to vote for her I, that's why so i said that, yay okay but then you just said it didn't matter so that's why my point is no. yay may and nay why why is it so difficult why is it so difficult <laughs> am i misunderstanding the question do you want okay i'm gonna order lunch pizza yay meh or nay yay I, right I like that pizza. right right okay well it's, it's not that complicated so i kamala harris is vp yay meh or nay <laughs> yay okay yeah okay. i'm gonna leave okay. it like that because like i said i have my preferences but i don't care no you can't do this you're not gonna yeah. no you can't erase what we just did i'm not moving on from the show until you uh until you <laughs> figure it out i, I, I got mean, all the time in the world i mean like i said yay i am fine with her the end yay i'm fine okay mm-hmm. you fine with pizza you fine with pizza i like pizza okay so that's more than fine that seems to be a positive affirmation of pizza yes i have a positive affirmation for her okay yes. so then i don't feel that it's just i don't th- yay pizza i'm fine with pizza it's uh, fine it do, it actually don't matter what kind of food it is as long as it's just bringing in the house i eat the shit sandwich it's just <laughs> whatever how's that a yay that's that's not a yay anymore you reduce your yay to to man at best <laughs> anyway for kamala harris it's a yay 78 percent uh say yay which is the vast majority of people 19 percent say meh so th- those people really hey, n- n- not too happy not too sad and three percent say nay they, they don't like kamala harris um lakita says uh i like kamala i was rooting for liz for president but kamala is cool too i love how excited sisters are for the hbcu grad who has accomplished a hell of a lot and is extra cute that she's aka in my opinion i'm scared to be as enthusiastic as i was for my president and for hrc but i'm getting there i just can't like i just can't take another heartache i'm gonna give joe and kamala my all and hope it's enough god i hope it's enough uh Mwangangi says i voted for her for prayers i'll take her as vp though and anon says who were those two no votes meet me in the street at three o'clock <laughs> um all right let's see uh next one is the last episode of the week potty training day uh, my mom liked this so much she texted me <laughs> said that uh jason wings was jordan and me and karen were pippin and dennis rodman i'll take that and uh i said that's a high compliment she that mm-hmm. was my that might be my mom's favorite guest in a long time so congratulations uh let's get to the comments 
uh tanya w says great episode so thankful jason survived i remember three guys on talking about it when it happened i'm looking forward to checking out jason's special his story of bombing is pretty epic it reminds me of yamanika saunders talking about when she bombed at the apollo and got booed all the way home yes even on the subway her telling the story is here it's a bit long so perhaps not for playing on the show but check it out you have a chance and it's a youtube link and says has dolly pardon received her ticket to the cookout i think she's been on the waiting list since 2018 um yeah and we'll get to that um classic army lover says i had not heard of jason weens prior to the podcast but man he is funny as fuck i'll definitely be checking out his special and i will be keeping my ears and eyes open for his name in the future thank you for bringing him into the podcast it was great a real treat Ms. Barnes says, I also had not heard of Jason prior to the podcast, but I decided to check out Unknown while out for my morning walk. Man, trying to walk and laugh at the same time, it is hard to do. Mm-hmm. This dude is funny as hell and had my stomach hurt. I love this special and will check out any future project Jason has. Thank you, Ryder Karen, for letting the podcast masses know about this talented man. And lastly, EVE says, this episode was hilarious. When he told the story about that horrible little Bow Wow joke, I nearly choked. The, this episode literally almost killed me, but at least I would have died laughing. Oh, glad you're alive. Glad you enjoyed the episode. It was fun. Yeah, I've been, you know, tinkering and thinking about the podcast and stuff. And one of the things during this extended break has been, um, like taking these interviews and putting them on the show and not doing topics and just, doing like long form hanging out and sometimes you know especially with new people i find that people kind of like to change a pace mm-hmm. i like to change a pace mm-hmm. it does a little bit to kind of get out of just the news of the day and um not be as topical and segmented and all that stuff and let go of my part of my brain that wants to control and tinker with everything so mm-hmm uh i've been enjoying these conversations and it's really dope when we get introduced to somebody new and the audience loves them and we love them and they love us and all that stuff it's you know i feel like that's that's what the pandemic is for you know the poll was have you ever had an asthma attack yes or no Mm-mm. 19 percent, yes i'm in the 19 percent. 81 percent, no karen's in the 81 percent. let says no but i had a bad case of asthmatic bronchitis when i was uh in high school and was given an inhaler for treatment it came in a hand in a i guess handy before the end of the year choir concert and dance hall recital oh it came in handy okay though my mom said she could hear me wheezing off stage fun, fun times yep it's no joke that, that asthma boy it will creep up on you and fuck you up uh all right let's get into the voicemails we got one voicemail this week from allegra shout to allegra hello lovelies it's allegra um yes i am feedbacking on the feedback (laughs) um i just wanted to shout out to you guys about the um reading rainbow which side note I love that you have taken that bad review and carried it through into this lovely segment of your show, which really is great and also um, annoying because now I have like 250,000 books to read, Rod. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do appreciate it and I particularly appreciate this one because of the kind of reference to Buddhism because I have a pretty good connection with that growing up. I 
was part of a Buddhist cult. So that's a long story. Um, but anyway, yes. And there are certain parts of the Buddhist religion that I um, hold dear still and find very useful in these days and times particularly. So it was really lovely to hear you guys have this discussion about a kind of peripheral um, uh, take on that and the book that you're reading that was kind of tapping into that and how we have to learn how to let certain things go and it can be really hard if you're a super passionate and empathetic person, um, you know, which both of you are. Um, so I I hear you. I understand what you guys um, have gone through, what you're going through, and what the world is dealing with because I'm trying to make sense of it all too, you know. So I just want to, you know, again, cheerlead for you guys on that particular subject. And thanks. For talking about it all right bye bye oh thank you bye bye sweetie and yeah I, um <clears throat> this book has been really good but it's, it's very challenging um because there's certain tenets that uh it's it's like my brain is trying to wrap itself around because i struggle with certain shit so like uh some of the tenets about how like you're trying to be this like you're admittedly trying to be like this person that uh achieves goals that are unachievable like i will not create any evil and protect every life in the universe because we are all connected and shit and i'm just like that's impossible but it's like the struggle to try to achieve the impossible goal is the point yeah um you know right now i'm on the part about like right thinking right communication and all this stuff so like um i do appreciate this woman like kind of breaking it down um i don't really know that buddhism will be for me um like that i don't i'm not a religious person anyway but some of the tenets are for me because i already practice and believe in some of this shit us all being connected um um you know at least for well especially for humans I, i don't think i've made it to the like cows and and dogs and shit i don't think i'm in that camp yet no, i haven't made it uh but like some of this stuff i absolutely do understand you know to a certain extent or i'm willing to explore um and yeah it's challenging because so much of it is like detach yourself but also live in the moment and the compromises that she's kind of having between like understanding like material wealth versus uh your spiritual and internal wealth and all of that stuff um i'm just working through it you know um but i also wanted to be open to challenge to some other ways of thinking about certain shit Mm -hmm. um and i know that uh conflict and not abuse was probably the most challenging book i've read i don't know since for fucking ever where i was just like this is not my values and then as i've kind of like opened my mind up and kept going back and reading certain passages i cannot relate to this yeah (laughs) but by the end i was like oh no no no, no. this is how i was before the fucking internet i'm like this is literally reasonable like there's nothing this woman advocated that is not reasonable here and it actually taught me some things about like israel and palestine the last like probably third of the book is about israel and palestine and um how how connected that is to um 
our struggle here and why it's so confusing on the outside to understand it because there are people in israel that are conflating uh the language of victimhood with being able to to uh exploit and uh literally kill people in palestine sometimes that aren't that aren't necessarily people that did anything you know what i mean it's like how white people go black people are dangerous let's go to their town and kill them and you're like wait how did those two things go together right if they dangerous why are you hunting them down you know so those things are challenging to read you know but this is this is also a challenging book not as challenging as that but this is also a challenging book for me where i'm like you know how do i learn to love somebody in a way that when you know when i have so much animosity towards the things they're doing how do i learn to understand someone's mentality that would do some heinous shit like this um you know how do i learn learn to have empathy for those people how do i learn to also balance um have boundaries and shit so all right it's a process the emails let's get to them only got a few stephanie says hey rod and karen with a heart emoji uh love 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 your show been listening since march of this year when i looked up black people podcasts on itunes i listen every day and will be a premium member soon here's a song someone from my hometown made about coronavirus and when i heard it it reminded me of y'all and i love you karen voice uh your biggest pacific northwest fan goldilocks from portland all right well let me uh see if i can play this video for everybody give me a second to put it on my screen okay all right um this is the video can you see it mm-hmm. so i got a drone <laughs> okay so a dude is on the toilet he ran out of toilet tissues upstairs and i guess he needs to go downstairs and get some toilet tissues it's a long intro when is the song gonna start okay there's a lot of production value on the start of this i'm gonna skip to where it looks like music may happen uh talk about he's toilet paper i thought it was where you were oh he's texted the dude downstairs he needed tp and the guy brought him taco bell because he thought he meant tb which how would that make sense <laughs> how what um oh he called him on the phone and said he needed t okay where, where's the fucking song started we don't need these jokes who's gonna drive safe bitch give me six feet i don't want to catch anything you catching up before i catch disease bitch six feet you can't be around me on my and we all saw the deck and we clean bitch six feet and if you ain't wearing the mask you can bet your sweet ass i'm a pass bitch six feet yeah they were near get the cough if you do i'm gonna knock his head off bitch give me six feet Baby, you fine. I pulled up for some TV. Now you all on my mind. I love how your titties they be matching your thighs. I was about to step up, but I forgot and realized it's a global pandemic. So bitch, forget it. I guess I have to join the view from a decent social distance. Oh. So this is a woman bending over her car to get some groceries out, and I guess he decides to go try to holler at her. 
When it's all over, baby, come and get these bitches. When it's safe, swap and liquid. What a difficult decision. Do I really want some pussy for a hospital? I don't want to catch anything. You been catching up before I catch disease. Oh, she wasn't wearing a mask. Okay. Six feet. Can't be around me on my team. We all saw the duck and we clean. Six feet. And if you ain't wearing a mask, you can bitch sweet ass. I'm a pass. Six feet. Yeah, they were nigga the car. If you can do, I'm going to knock his head off. Bitch, give me six feet. I don't want to catch anything. You been catching up before I catch disease. Bitch, six feet. Can't be around me on my team. We all saw the duck and we clean. Bitch, six feet. And if you ain't wearing a mask, you can bitch sweet ass. I'm a pass. Bitch, six feet. Get the car. If you do, I'ma knock his head off. Bitch, get six feet. Bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored. I can't do shit, but go to the grocery store. Playing cops so much that I'm getting bed sores. I'm a finna city nigga, but I need the outdoors. They got a nigga trap. This is a very nice house. Ain't I know no. that's not the point of this video. No, but I was like, at first I thought he was on the roof. I was like, who does he get on top of? Like, what neighborhood is this? This is. Mm. Law enforced, so I stocked on snacks and hella weed, of course. They say if you want it, then get it straight from the source. So I ain't buying Corona, all I buy is pores. They laid a nigga off, but I'm still on my feet. I just did my taxes, now I got a couple G's from the G. Now me and my roomie are on some beef, cause the bitch. Niggas need so I slap them on his cheek, not me. Please believe I clear the whole scene. If I see anyone with symptoms of COVID-19. It's like half comedy video, half rap video. Feel like so dude just got slapped with some baby powder, pimp slap. Just I don't know where the hand came from with the baby powder. I feel like a lot is happening in this house. This is hilarious. Also, the girl that he was about to grab her butt at the um in the parking lot shout out to uh street harassment um she came to his house now she's stalking him a lot of empty like somebody said a lot of empty champagne bottles up there. Me with a shot and nigga i ain't talking vaccine yeah i know that i'm saying i'm gonna get shit but don't sit in my car and don't come to my car girl you know what it is try again next fall until then you're stalled like a slip touch when shit that got the cable installed with a brand new 60 inch yeah i did my taxes but it didn't make a dent shit it doesn't even matter what i spend bitch give me six feet i don't want to catch anything you been catching up before i catch disease bitch six feet you can't be around me or my team we all saw the duck and we clean bitch six feet and if you ain't wearing the mask you can bet your sweet ass I'm a that okay the video defeats everything he just said yes it did the everything that was a message in this song has gone out the window because now obviously in real life he probably knows this girl i don't know Mm -hmm. but in fake life on the video where she was a stranger at the target or whatever safeway and he wasn't supposed to be around her because she didn't have a mask on and of course we got a social distance how is she showing up at your house as a stranger you open up the door and let her in i don't understand what is the message here see these are the problems that people need to be talking about this is what republicans need to be asking your ass rather than being mad about being mad about six feet or not whether they're being mad about cardi and megan like why are we wasting time about cardi and megan being role models this is a bad role model okay this is problematic six feet yeah never nigga the cough if you do i'm gonna knock his head off bitch give me six feet i don't want to catch anything you can catch up before i catch disease bitch six feet you can't be around me or my team we all saw the duck and we clean bitch six feet and if you ain't wearing a mask you can bet your sweet ass i'm a pass bitch six feet yeah never nigga the cough if you do i'm gonna knock his head off bitch give me six feet now back it up babe yeah back it up babe 
back that yeah. shit up, girl. You way oh. close, God. Yeah. Damn, what the hell is happening here? I mean, I guess she needed to twerk in the shower at some point. I mean, that's reasonable. I mean, that's, that's six feet, apparently. Yeah, I mean, you can't get it from the shower, I guess. Bitch. All right, well, there you go. Uh, thank you for <laughs> sending us that. That was a very confusing moment on the show. I hope everyone enjoyed it uh nolan says beer and policing hey karen and rod first thank you for your continued support of black businesses from healthy roots dolls to brandon black beer travelers my wife and i are in a fortunate position to support black businesses so every time you mention on the show i make make it a goal to put some dollars towards them yeah after hearing episodes well that's you know why because i'm an influencer okay so this is one of the reasons that they pay us to promote things like you know movies you know what i'm saying why they pay us you know to promote this little little blame you know what i'm saying this little bliss body odyssey watch you know it's little stuff like that because they know people hear the sound of our voice and they know you can trust that person okay that is a influential motherfucker right there so <laughs> i'm not surprised at all that you would do that you know i think that's very nice of you but uh i feel like a lot of people that listen must do that in order for these people to keep sending me free watches and shit okay after hearing episode 2150 i spent the weekend visiting patuxent brewery the first and only black owned brewery in charles county maryland mm. next to prince george county pg county maryland mentioned by many of your guests is one of the wealthiest black counties in the country and we do a great job supporting each other next i wanted to thank you for your perspective on policing i was a police officer for 14 years in a nearby state started at 21 and i quickly rose through the ranks <clears throat> making it to captain becoming only the second black captain in the 38 year history jesus that tells you something don't it yes every leadership meeting i'm the only one who looks like me and i'm the only one under 40 at one time i was in charge of training new officers i would tell them the most powerful weapon they have is their words and preach community policing of course many were interested in guns cars and tactical gear of course some would reach some would reach for their gun in every scenario because they can't fight and they're not in the shape to do so i thought i could be a change maker and i started recruiting from hbcus and lgbtq events i had some success but ultimately i got frustrated and thought is this for me i don't fear black people i love talking to people and i don't take myself too seriously i'm empathetic i'm empathic and i hate shooting should that not be the recipe for a quote-unquote good police officer i became the go-to for most black officers a single point of failure at my level i can really make i can make real change but ultimately it was not sustainable so i left and i started my own security business i love the positive impact i could make but it became overwhelming part of me feels like i let fellow black officers down by leaving but like karen and yourself preach i had to do what was best for my mental health anyway i'm gonna keep it premium and thanks for all the enlightenment through the years yeah man that's the thing that i think is is it might be a twitter thing i don't know but i I just feel like one of the things that's been lost in this whole thing is you need pressure from the outside for sure but you need as long as we do have these systems in place because we know it's not just going to be overnight there's no police we need people inside of the police that give a fuck about the community and that is the part that gets fucked up every time because mm-hmm. it's like we literally push people out of that like yeah. 
we're like we don't want you to go there if you do go there we're just gonna assume you don't care about the community so then we make it adversarial as well you know in in an environment that's already uh anti-black and established towards us and so i think too many people don't have it change they don't change the system it changes them and the reason that happens because you don't have the numbers inside the system to change it you know even if like you say you move up the ranks uh perfect example we have very woke police in charlotte as far as at the top right mm-hmm. um and we have for a while i know gary mcfadden is one of those people that like even the activists here a lot of them fuck with him and all this shit and i'm not saying it in a pejorative way to the activists or him like i, I think it's good when community and police work together i think Me that too. really is That's good how shit get done but at the same fucking time um let somebody get shot by the cops let somebody you know what i'm saying like the the shit is um the trust is gonna go out the window at that point for most people period no matter what the outcome whether the the police officers are doing the right thing being open and transparent blah 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 because at the end of the day you brought up something that a lot of people don't discuss which is the type of people that want to be police often are infatuated with the idea of having a gun having a fast car having tactical gear uh shooting niggas you know like the so it's like from the inception of the police the entire fucking concept is fucked up so you have people that are drawn to it as a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you're the kind of person that wants to be a police officer because you're some little dick out of shape motherfucker that wants to kill somebody or or wants to pull a gun on somebody eventually you will kill somebody you see what i'm saying eventually you will abuse someone's rights because that's the kind of person that's attracted to the job and that's the kind of job that it is um to have people that are outside that spectrum come into the job is a is a type of mitigation that would help the problem is they come into the environment where you aren't punishing people that are fucked up so like if you as a you know as a higher ranking police officer goes hey we can't have this guy on the force anymore look what he just did there's someone else in the system that's like no 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 we can't have him yeah the union fight we need him matter of fact we could lose you you know that's what people when people say shit like all cops are bad what they really mean is that entire system of policing is bad and then it people that mean well and that do well they purge out. they purge yeah they they they, they run out of they're yeah. they're not tired of being unsupported yeah either they're fired or they quit yeah so yeah it's super frustrating that being said man i i'm not i'm not i just don't want to fall into this weak ass sloganeering shit where people just you know say where they say shit without really any thought because there's a lot of people right now who claim to be speaking for communities that they aren't speaking for Mm -mm. it's just um and this happens with every area uh academics activism politicians whatever people there's a lot of people who want to get the ear and attention spans of white people and when they get that they go i speak for the black community now but if you actually went to the community and asked people there you're not going to get the same answers you're getting from some of these activists Mm-mm. and that's important because you can't force anything on the community that they don't want nope when we talk about the crime bill and with and um when we talk about um the locking up our own um like these are the things the perspectives we want to put into there is like that was a community decision now in hindsight we conveniently want to blame uh 
uh the politicians like they did it to us no 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 because if you don't pay attention you'll do it again now we'll just get the opposite be, right, we don't want no police in our neighborhoods did does everyone believe that does the no. does the majority of the black people in your community believe they don't want any police in their neighborhoods do are you sure they didn't ask me are you sure okay do are you even living in those neighborhoods right are you you know what i'm saying like let's let's discuss let's be real with it because you can't really force shit on anybody so you know i think that's the stuff that doesn't come up because you know on twitter we all get to have our say and there's no pushback facebook you know social media medium.com like all these places online exist in places where we can kind of just say it and be like this is what we want and then people go the community didn't really agree to that uh this is what they want trust me (laughs) i speak for them you know anyway none of us gonna fix it because you know white supremacy just ever morphing in the shit uh hugh writes in last one the blackout tip starring karen and her co-host rod is an incredible captivating authentic experience the show is brilliant and one of the few shows i set to automatically download my partner and i love the reading rainbow section and all of karen's emotional expressions two quick things the morgan campbell show was amazing i personally know him from all of his latin dancing antics and performances and it was a joy to have those two worlds collide thank you mm-hmm. uh, we love morgan here we do second ages of shield is the goat the equivalent of an everything bagel and sugar grits rolled into one delicious package <laughs> Yuck. better series than dim thrones can't wait for us collab- ce- celebration on the nerd off love how they released the table read on the last episode on youtube take care hugh toronto canada thank you hugh mm-hmm. unfortunately we will not be talking about it on um the nerd off now that you have uh compared to the sugar grits so you guys know how i feel about that and uh i do take offense that is not a true statement i have not read enough of the buddhism book to ever forgive you for that so we're gonna be talking about ages of shit. never write back um, don't you pay that man no never baby never listen to the show again stop downloading right in here you don't even want your downloads yes i do keep those sugar grits downloads to your goddamn self Mm -hmm. okay don't you pay that man why don't you put some maple syrup in your sugar grits since you're in canada you hoser hmm Uh, hey all right y'all that's it for today's show karen um speaking of uh, ages of shield aren't you um didn't you talk about ages of shield yes i talked to chris and deepom about ages of shield on super tuesday so if you're a fan of the uh, movie trailer reviews uh network uh the super tuesday podcast i'm gonna be on it and i'm excited we had a ball yep so check that out movie trailer reviews is that podcast network um uh, tomorrow i believe we might be taken off from the show can't remember uh well i know tomorrow we're doing balls deep in pregame with justin yes. i do know that we mm-hmm. couldn't do it thursday for all kinds of issues with our website and stuff with this fix so premium people that's when we'll be doing the sports show and i believe we're even doing a we might be i think we're doing a regular show tomorrow as well so okay. might have to do a quick regular show it's gonna be a long day anyway we'll talk to you guys tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.